0: And welcome to the GOAT Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Dave. I'm Jabal. And uh, welcome back, folks. Uh, yeah.
1: Week 8 in the books. Good week. Good week. Yeah. I um, want to start it off by thanking you for actually letting me sink on my stupid Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually, I
0: do want to give you a shout out. You gave me a scare after yeah. the morning games. Uh it was pretty close. I think you actually had a light lead after mm. the morning games.
1: That is scary. Uh
0: but then Julian Edelman and Juju stepped up and made sure that it was a decent week for me. Juju
1: first hundred yard game of the season. Uh, That's, yeah. It's rough.
0: Big Ben, get well, buddy. <laughs> I never I never rooted for you before, but <laughs> I will start now. Um all right, so uh we are coming to you right as the trade deadline has passed. Um and just like the trade deadline your calls this week have disappointed us. Yes, so sure. Uh, no calls again. You guys need to step up your game. We all know the best episode was the week we got four. So, <laughs> reminder, give us a call at 707-474-4897, and let's talk some smack, folks. So, let's, let's look at trades. Let's see. Uh, we had a few trades this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The first one was kind of interesting. So, Nick sent Andy Isabella to J Mac for Naheem Hines. Now, what's weird about this is Isabella was part of the trade these two made a week earlier with Miles Sanders. Yeah,
1: that was kind of interesting. I guess J Mac wanted them back.
0: (laughs) Either that, or I think that maybe Nick realized that when he gave away Sanders, he had a hole in his running back for a bye week. I've done no research to see if this is an accurate statement, but.
1: Yeah, Yeah, honestly, Naheem, Naheem Hines, like. Man, yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, like, <laughs> when are you ever gonna have confidence in playing that guy?
0: He's, he he really has. I grabbed him in best ball because he's uh you know that third down back, sure, and yeah. it, it's been nothing. It's yeah. been terrible. Um, so hey, uh you guys enjoy your players. Uh, like Isabella, at least
1: his upside, right? Yeah, has, yeah, he's, yeah.
0: He's you know he's the third wide receiver in a team that puts three wide receivers uh, on the floor. Fourth wide
1: receiver. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> <Butler>. fine. <laughs>
0: We're talking about this year Oh, this year Oh, sorry I'll 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 talk about about in the the future Yeah, Yeah, yeah. okay Um, (laughs) Otherwise, uh, myself, Phil, and Brian Pulled off one of those rare Mm three-team trades Those are fun Um, Basically, I sent out Andy Dalton And I had to let go of Terry McLaurin And $21 (laughs) But in back, I got Josh Allen I got Golden Tate A 2022nd and a 2023rd Yeah Okay. Uh Phil gave up that twenty twenty-third, got Dalton and that sweet, sweet twenty one dollars <laughs> of Fab. And then Brian gives up Josh Gallon, Golden Tate, and a twenty twenty second for Terry McLaurin.
1: Yeah. Knowing what we know now, especially, you have to say Phil's a loser in this trade. Yeah. Because Dalton got benched, right? I, mean, I
0: didn't think you I honestly didn't think that was gonna happen. I'm, I I think okay, I'm gonna
1: give you the stand. You gotta apologize to Phil, though. I do apologize to
0: Phil. <laughs> Phil has been trying to figure out what to do for Mahomes' bye week in week 12. Yeah. Since the beginning of the year. Like, first he had Philip Rivers on the same bye week. Uh huh. So then he traded for Big Ben.
1: Okay, yeah. Then he agree. picked
0: up Terry Bridgewater.
1: Uh, Breeze back, yeah. <laughs> traded
0: for Andy Dalton. Oh. Traded for like, he keeps trying to get someone. That's crazy. Every, it's crazy. It's jinx, it's really I've got Ryan
1: right. Finley you can come get him.
0: There you go. I had that <laughs> work out for him. Um but I mean it hurt me to let Terry McLaurin go. Yep. But seeing Dwayne Haskins look yep. so terrible and that's why I, out. I didn't
1: draft him. I keep saying that Haskins is so
0: bad and I really needed to do something about my quarterback position. I mean Rivers has been Serviceable, but in a rough matchup or and even this past week he yeah, we only got twelve points. Yeah. Plus having two charges running back. I did not like having three chargers in my lineup any week. Understandable. So I you know, Josh Allen gives me a little youth. Um he's the upside. he is a little too similar for Mitch to Mitch Trubisky in some <laughs> ways. But he's better. Yeah. So hey, why not? I don't think
1: Josh Allen is in danger of being traded away or cut or whatever. Mitch yeah. Trubisky is yeah. And he also um, has, yeah, a, he has a great schedule second half yeah, of the season. Yeah.
0: Um, and then just this morning, uh, we had another trade go through with J-Max and then Kenyon Drake and Andy Isabella. Andy Be- Isabella just getting past around.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Send to Kyle for Devo Samuel and a whole dollar. One whole dollar <laughs> on the fab.
1: Yeah. This one, honestly, for me, is super easy. I would take Devo Samuel, Samuel on that side every single time. My goodness, Andy and Isabella isn't even the wide receiver two on his team right now, Uh and who knows if he will be moving forward. All jokes aside, about him being Butler, but Kirk looks like the one there once uh Fitzgerald leaves. And then he's the one now, even with Fitzgerald there. Yeah, that's debatable, but I mean, Debo has a solid chance of being the one, or I guess not the one. He, Debo, will be the one for San Francisco. I think. I, I don't think it's going to be Pettis. No, not Pedes. I Emmanuel Sanders. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. But Sanders
0: is getting old. He's going to be retiring next few years. That's the team. thing.
1: Yeah, he's thirty three. He's on, at the end of his contract. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I definitely. I mean, I definitely like JMX out of this. I think it's really weird. Just Kyle is all in on Cardinal running backs. He yeah. Has, now has the handcuff for his handcuff. That's
1: very weird. Yeah. Kenyon Drake. Who knows what he's capable of, because it does seem like he's been underused his entire career. But also, maybe he's been underused his entire career for a reason. Yeah,
0: and then, I mean, I can't see Kyle playing Kenyon Drake over Damian Williams this week. Yeah,
1: yeah. So,
0: true. it's a really weird trade for Kyle. I, I definitely think J-Mac uh, solidly wins this one. Mm-hmm. A much better outlook and that whole you all. Yep,
1: yep.
0: Alright, so, let's get into our Week 8 picks. Um... So first and foremost, Joel coming through with a big win against Zach. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has been absolutely
1: on fire. He looks so good. He that the flick of the wrist where he can get it, you know, fifty yards down the field. Amazing.
0: I mean, I honestly thought he was washed up, and now he's the quarterback three mm. in our league.
1: Nice. After just three monster games, yeah. and then
0: Barkley, welcome back, is back. He's being what he always was, and. Joel's team was starting to shine because of these two guys being who they're supposed to be. Yep. That being
1: said, Kenny Stills just wasn't what we thought he'd be. Yeah, I mean, the big ups about Kenny Stills is that he's taking over that Will Fuller role, and Wolf Fuller hasn't been consistent either. It's just DeAndre Hopkins is the only consistent one. So Stills will have a touchdown, two touchdown games. Even the Mm -hmm. season, I don't know if Hopkins has been that consistent. It's
0: been a rough year for... I mean, he's been good, don't get me yeah, wrong. Course, like, receiver like, one. He's, I mean, he's been two a couple weeks. But yeah, he's a wide receiver one. Uh, he isn't the wide receiver one. No, that's Michael though. Thomas. Oh, I can't argue that. <laughs> so, uh, looking at Joel, trying to plan, what do you do about Zach Ertz?
1: Yeah, uh, quite honestly, maybe you could get something because of his name value, but if you're going to move on from him, I would move on from him fast. It looks like Goddard is just taking away more and more and more of that that role, and if Jaws gets involved,
0: yeah, know, it's just it's, yeah. it's a rough situation. Um, on Zach's side of thing, though, Cooper Cup has it just been absolutely amazing. The He's the only wide receiver you can
1: count on in Los Angeles right That's now. That's very true. Yeah, um, there's a real connection there between Goff and Cup. Yeah. But that being said, too, it has been kick matchups, you know, up until this point. Uh, they played Cincinnati. They played uh, the Falcons. You know. Moving forward, I don't know if he's going to be as dynamic.
0: I mean, it depends how much time Cooks misses. I think that definitely mm-hmm. invo- is involved. Um, but Sonny Michel has just been hit or miss. I mean, he's got RB21 for the moment, but yeah. like he got three touchdowns last week mm-hmm. and then six points this
1: week. Yeah, I'm not surprised. This is what I saw from him, especially uh, when they drafted Damian Harris. You knew that there was going to be concerns. Damian Harris hasn't had hasn't had as big a role as I thought he hasn't had a role at all. But still, that showed me that they weren't all bought into Sonny Michel.
0: I think, or I mean, I, that might be the case. I think the main problem in New England is that offensive line. Isaiah Wynn's been out for the season and until he comes back, they're just getting no. It, every defense playing the Patriots is getting in the backfield against them. That's
1: true. So
0: I mean, that's why James White's been so reliable. That's yeah. why yeah. it's been so much Edelman. Um. Also for Zach, Ty Johnson, he was not the villain people thought he would be this week. Nope,
1: they went full committee.
0: Both, both Joel and Zach had uh, the waiver wire quote unquote pickup of the week being disappointments for them. Yeah. Um, so, this basically... Zach was sitting in the 6th seed, but now he's down in a big slew of 4-4 four and at four our league. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, obviously Joel has a big hill to get over. This was a rough one for both of them. They were both have really long shots to try to make the playoffs at this point. Who would you rather be in that situation?
1: Oh, I mean, Joel... Joel hit some big lumps at the beginning of the season. He had A, B, and we all know what happened there, and obviously Saquon went down. Yeah, losing Uh, your first two picks can't be good. Yeah, Joel definitely has momentum going up on his favor now that Saquon's healthy again.
0: Yeah, I hear you. So Kyle entered this week against Phil, being the heavy favorite, and boy did he deliver on that one. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is, without a doubt, the most reliable quarterback this season. Yep. And Evans was just a monster.
1: Mike Evans has been... Surprising. I am I'm constantly surprised by the Bucks usage of the wide receivers and how they just like heavily favor one over the other from game to game. I mean why can't they spread it around?
0: it's really interesting and I mean Evans has still just been Evans, he catches it really down the field and then immediately falls down. It would as <laughs> nice if he can do some yaks. <laughs> but yeah, he's been hit or miss I mean Godwin I think has been a little bit more reliable. He's, but, but he's been a little bit every now and then too. Yeah. And then, man, Kyle's been facing so many injuries in his backfield. He lost Lamar Miller. He's mm-hmm. now lost the entire Cardinals backfield. Yeah. He's basically counting on Damian Williams this week.
1: And 10 Drake, And
0: <laughs> And then, you know, hopefully he's going to try to get Josh Gordon back. Now that the trade deadline's passed, maybe New England moves on with him so yep. they can get that cap space or make sure they send him to a crappy team. Yep. But... Are these injuries going to start hitting Kyle's team
1: yet, or is he still too strong? He still has a really strong team. Uh, His wide receivers are pretty top-notch. Kyle, I've said it multiple times, Kyle still has one of the best teams in the league, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Speaking of injuries in the backfield, (laughs) Phil
0: has got Brita, who once again again. is injured. Mr.
1: Glass. Yeah.
0: Um, And then (sighs) Gerald Everett. I really thought, you know, once Brandon Cooks went out of the game, he'd be more involved, but...
1: He'll have better days. Gerald Everett is a solid tight end. The obviously game plan for him, uh, I'm not worried about Gerald, Gerald Everett.
0: I mean, I don't know. I think I might be. They've got some tougher defenses coming in against Los
1: Angeles and Goff. They, they terrifying. do, but the 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 way that they use Gerald Everett is like those close line of scrimmage crosses. They put him in screens. Those are the type of passes that you don't you can't really like defend against necessarily. You can defend against him, after he catches it, you could tackle him for only a two-yard gain or something. But Jones-Everett's still going to have, like, six reception games.
0: Mm-hmm, fair enough. And then McKissick, another one we thought might be stepping in for the carry-on role. <laughs> I think it's just going to be short passes to Danny Yeah, That's right? what it looks like. Yeah, seriously. I mean, Stafford has never had a running game, so, I mean, until he had right now. Yeah. So I guess he's just going back to old habits. Yeah, even with
1: Derek be- Bevel uh, coaching that team.
0: So, I mean, here's your opportunity. Make your pitch on why like, someone should give you something for Danny Amendola. Danny
1: I'm actually kind of surprised that nobody's coming after him. He is a win-now type of move. He got eight receptions last week. He got eight receptions the week before that. There have been weeks where Kenny G has blown up. There have been weeks where Marvin Jones has blown up. In those weeks, Danny Amendola is just a constant, consistent factor, catching those Uh, high volume receptions.
0: I mean, I think with uh Carrion out of the game, that Danny Amendola might be that golden Tate type role in Detroit now. Yeah. So you might have something. I'm I'm the one who let him go, so you're
1: welcome if you do get anything. Come get him. No, anything for anything. (laughs) No, I'm not giving you anything. Honestly, (laughs) I don't want him on my team because if he's on my team, I have to play him out of like you know all fairness of Mm. of sport sportsmanship. He's playing Oakland. He's going to score like 10 points. I don't want 10 points from him. Please, come get him. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, with this, Kyle does hold on to that number two seed. But this hurt. This loss really hurts. You yep. Bill, he's now out there with all those other 500 teams. There's a lot of you guys at that
1: 500 mark. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely making those last two playoff seeds uh, really interesting. Really competitive. Remember, only six teams make uh, the playoffs. You're going to need a winning record to get in.
0: Yeah, so it's, the things are definitely going to start getting interesting. Um, one of the most interesting matchups over the weekend was Aaron and Nico. That win probability was just going back and yeah, forth between the two. Yeah, that blew up. Uh, Goff, he got the job done against Cincinnati, but yep. like I said earlier, he gets a bye week and then three tough defensive matchups, playing Pittsburgh, Chicago, and then Baltimore at home. Yeah. I mean, that's rough.
1: Those are bad. Pittsburgh's defense looks... For real, they got beat early yesterday, <laughs> and they're playing in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, and then obviously Chicago.
0: Chicago's always rough. but Baltimore yeah. at home might not be too bad. They could be beat through the air, uh, so that one'll be interesting. Not to
1: mention, it could be a high scoring affair, so they get lots of garbage time.
0: Yeah, but fortunately for our Arizona friends, he does have Matt Stafford in the wings. Yeah, so I think he'll be okay. Yeah. Um, and Aaron's army of receivers got jobs done. Mm-hmm. He basically got the most points this week. Everybody went off. It, Except for Robert Woods.
1: Yeah, Robert Woods has been a huge surprise this year. Absolutely, like that, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't believe. I honestly, I'm not as smart as I think I am because I thought the Browns were going to be, you know, awesome. I thought the Rams, all three wide receivers, were going to be serviceable. I just,
0: I, I drafted Woods in two different leagues, and yeah. I only have him in one now because you can't trade in best ball. <laughs> so,
1: um,
0: now here's the thing, though. I mean. He's got Woods and Fitzgerald looking rough, and he's got Julio on by this week. Mm-hmm. He's got to have somebody fill into that last spot. I think that's going to be rough.
1: Yeah, I mean, byways are hitting us all though. Uh, I haven't looked at the matchup quite yet, but
0: yeah, it, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Nico, on the other hand, he had four touchdowns from Kevin Coleman, but yep. could not overcome that monster point toil from Aaron.
1: Yeah, four touchdowns, but only on thirteen touches. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine that's going to happen every time. Uh, well,
0: I mean, it depends on how great it looks this week. He looks like he's going to play, but.
1: Even still, it was Carolina's defense. Carolina has a really good defense. So, so it gives me hope for Tyler Coleman, but I, I just can't picture him scoring four touchdowns. I mean, that's just crazy. It was pretty crazy, yeah. especially only 11 carries
0: and two receptions. And then,
1: that, has... means, that means he scored a touchdown on over a quarter of his touches. Yeah, he did. It's crazy, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that 49ers run game, right? Yeah, that's true, that's true. Even without college Ishtak,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, Derrick Henry, only scoring 6.8 points against Tampa. Yep. That's gotta be a letdown. Yes,
1: but Tampa actually has
0: a decent run defense.
1: Do they? Yeah, yeah. Look at the stats. I, I'll do Off that. On FanDuel, they have like the number two best run defense. Really? Defense. I yeah. find
0: that surprising. No, yeah. right, well, that's what happens when I don't do my homework before the boss. <laughs> um, but yeah, a valiant Nico effort by Nico's team, but. Yep. This loss Puts both Nico and Aaron At guess what Four, four and four. four So Honestly Things are going to be Really interesting we It's going to
1: points Isn't
0: it It very well could <laughs> uh, We'll see what happens Damn. Um Last but not least Aaron Jones Almost made the battle Of Justin's A lot closer mm-hmm. Than it looked like it would be But alas J-Mac Totally held on to this one Yep I think we both Kind of saw this coming mm-hmm. Uh McCaffrey Was McCaffrey Yep And Miles Sanders, I mean, I don't know if I want to call it a breakout, but it looked like a breakout, but when you realize it was only six touches, yeah, it's kind of tough to call it a breakout. Yeah, quite
1: honestly, what's happening with Miles Sanders right now is kind of reminding me of Rashad Penny last year, where like he would have these games where he would catch one pass for 80 yards, and so his stats at the end of the week look really good, but they're not consistent, and you can't rely on, if you only get six touches, getting a touchdown. Yeah,
0: that's what, 21 points on six touches is crazy. Yeah. Um, Kenny Galladay, I think we all yep. saw the bounce back coming. Definitely. Um, but Kiki Cutie not getting a single snap.
1: Yeah, that was not cute.
0: I, I... Oh, that was bad. <laughs> I've heard varying stories from it was disciplinary uh-huh. to they might have been trying to trade him. But it's been all year. Yeah. It's
1: not just last week.
0: And you figure it was Fuller not playing, that Cutie. I mean, obviously it's not the same role, but yeah. it increases touches, at least. Definitely. It's not even definitely. a year on the field. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um... Now, for J-Med, Keenan Allen just had a rough day. Huge drops, and I, I was watching my game, he would just fall down, randomly, mm. on the field, and like, I don't know if that was his hamstring, the field
1: conditions, or what, but that's gotta be a little concerning. Definitely, that's gonna hurt. Uh, they got Okun back this week, uh, their left tackle. And so that that line definitely did look better. I think better days are ahead, you know, for sure.
0: That's good. Then Love Bell, only five points. He's better than that. Yep. It just feels like Darnold isn't looking his way and is just trying to throw down the field. Yeah, but, is it Darnold or is it Gase? And, like, I mean, even the backup tight end yeah. came in huge last week. I mean, that's a really good sign for, what's his face coming back? Herndon. For Herndon coming back there, but... Otherwise, I mean, I think Bell's got to come back from this. This is just too weird of a situation.
1: Agreed. I mean, you know, obviously they didn't trade him. It's past the deadline. But there, it's clear that Gates didn't want him necessarily on the team, especially for his price tag. I think mean, there's still some bitterness there. I would watch for a potential trade at the end of the year. I think they they got to let Gates
0: go. He's got to be fired back-to-back here. Back what? The oh, Bobby, no Bobby. He was so, he's so bad. <laughs> I mean, I, obviously I don't run a team, I don't know what I'm talking about, but you have like
1: Yeah, he looks he, he's been terrible. He looks bad in at Miami, he looks bad in, I anyway.
0: mean, Darnold looked
1: fantastic last year and now he looks like trash.
0: That's true. So You always gotta give
1: somebody a year to get get a system in place though.
0: Yeah, No, yeah. well, the Dolphins didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So I mean I think we expected a rough week for Sunil being on a new offense. Yep. But you have to be worried about M V S at this point.
1: Yes, definitely. Uh Adams has been out for a while and not being able to capitalize on that, like Yeah, once Adams comes back, it MVS is done. Like yeah, yeah.
0: you J Med has to figure out what to do there. So I mean this was a huge win for J Mac. As of now he is now sitting at the five seed not from being just outside the playoffs like yeah, before. Oh good. Uh J Med does drop down to the four seed behind Nick, yep. but I, I still think he looks likely to make the playoffs at this point.
1: Y- yes. I don't know how far his run can go, honestly.
0: He he does have some red flags on that team, yeah. but he's got he's got both of the core brothers coming up. And oh. has, you know, a couple easy matchups. So I, I do think J Mac does make the playoffs, but it, it'll be interesting to see what goes from there. Yeah. So with all these picks, uh, Jubong, you have managed to tie the score yes. at twelve and eight after trying to bully me into changing my pick. We all know that I wanted to pick J Mac. It's on the record. Do the first. So uh, you know I'm really it's a official. game. We nope. know that technically I'm a game ahead, nope. but you know what? I did say I wanted the jinx, J Med, and that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. So we're
1: we're both twelve. Yeah, yes, guys. we're smarter than a coin flip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's get look at week nine. Uh Obviously, the Falcons, the Bengals, the Rams, and the Saints are all on by this week. Yep. You probably shouldn't play those people. Um, and I will. I'm going to kick, start kick things off with Kyle versus Joel. Obviously, Kyle should be the favorite in this game, but with his running back, else. he's stuck playing Damian Williams against Minnesota. Unless he wants to play Kenyon Drake. Yeah,
1: um, you can't trust Kenyon. Well, if Chase Edmonds is definitely out. If, uh, if Dave Johnson's out, too. Which he is. Okay, then I would play Kenyon Drake's not bad play, honestly. How hard is it to run? You, you just tell him which gap to run through. This is an A-gap run, and then he just runs through it.
0: It's not... I mean,
1: I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's not easy, right? Right, sure. Well, it's not yeah. easy.
0: But, I mean, if Sterling Shepard comes back this week, this could be pretty close.
1: Yes, yeah, this could be very close. Kyle yeah. still has Courtland Sutton, Tyler Lockett... He has, he's got a solid, solid team.
0: Yeah, I, actually, there are some really good matchups on both sides. Lockett against Tampa, Marvin Joes against Oakland. Oof. This really might just come down to the quarterbacks. You get Deshaun against Jacksonville, and you get Rodgers facing the Chargers. Whoever can score the most might pull this one out just between those two.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to have to take Kyle in this one. It's, it comes down to like the tight end and the flex. Dolka Ertz against Chicago. And he got Jimmy Graham against the Chargers. Yeah. it's Both it's, bad matchups. Yep. Uh, it's,
0: it's a great matchup to talk about. And yeah,
1: yeah. Kyle's got a uh, Henry versus Green Bay, and he's got John Brown in his flex against Washington, not to mention the Mane Sanders versus Arizona. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I I, 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 I I, do have to go with Kyle. I honestly think this mm. one can go either way, this but close, yeah. you can't root against Kyle's team at this point until he, you know,
1: falters. Agreed, agreed.
0: So, another interesting is Phil versus Aaron. Both of these guys are fighting for their playoff lives at this point. Yep. Um, and Aaron is in a rough spot with Julio Goff and Robert Woods on by and Fitzgerald facing the Niners. <sighs> so, mm-hmm. obviously Stafford fills in a quarterback, but especially against Oakland. But filling in that last flex spot is going to be a huge challenge. Plus, Montgomery facing Philadelphia. Yeah,
1: he's also got Chris Carson going against Tampa. Like I said, Tampa has a decent run defense, okay. and, but a good, but a really poor pass defense. Uh, Seattle's going to be throwing a lot, which he also has DK Metcalf, though. So, you know, maybe that balances itself out.
0: Yeah, and meanwhile, Phil is hoping Brita comes back, but if any player can do an Undertaker impression... That's true. It, it's it's Brita. It is Brita. Um, and then England against New England defense is going to be interesting.
1: Like Oh,
0: oh Ingram. Ingram against me that. Chubb yeah. looked great if it weren't for all those footballs. Yes, balls.
1: that's very true. Yeah. And
0: Lamar is without a doubt the biggest challenge that New England defense has faced all season.
1: That's definitely true as well.
0: So, this is a really tough one, but in a world where Aaron may be depending on Peyton Barber to save his week, I think I'm going to take a shot and say Phil pulls this one out.
1: Ooh. And say Phil pulls this one out. I'm going with Aaron. All right. Our first disagreement. Uh She's got Stafford going up against Oakland. Yeah, that's right. I could see huge numbers there, versus Phil starting to event more versus Minnesota. Like, that does not look good.
0: Oh, that's right. He isn't playing Dalton anymore. Yeah.
1: Ooh. No, in the It's in the books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm sick with yeah. you. now I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> all right, so this one, you know, Nico versus JMac, I think is a really interesting one. Obviously, you know, th- th- they're besties. We all know these <laughs> two have tons of love for each other. They might be the ones secretly running Facebook accounts. They might not be. Mm. I don't know. Um, but JMac is going to be working really hard to hold on to that team for the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but his matchups are nasty. Obviously, McCaffrey is magic, but Tennessee is tough, but I think McCaffrey McCaffrey is fine,
1: yep. Um, but Miles
0: Sanders could be difficult, because I think this is where you lead on Jordan Howard.
1: Yes, definitely. Especially after Ma- Miles Sanders got banged up a little bit. I could see them, like, maybe limiting his touches, getting him really healthy. They're, they're going to try to make a playoff for him. Yeah. Galladay, he
0: will definitely feast against yep. Oakland, and Dak should put up a ton of points against the Giants. Yeah, especially off
1: the bye, Dak, Dak will feast.
0: Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Nico's trying to get back into the playoff picture, but no Gurley, no freeman this week. Yep. So that means he's counting on Carlos Hyde up against Jacksonville. Ouch. Yeah. That yeah. being said, DJ Shark is looking great. That Houston defense without JJ Watt is gonna be easy pickings. So That's
1: very true. I think- I like Shark. I do like Shark, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think the biggest decision for Nico has to be a quarterback. You've got yep. New England giving up less than five points per game, to opposing quarterback oh, in fantasy. That's hard. But Lamar Jackson could be the one to break that track. Right. You've got Brady. He's getting the job done these past few weeks, but Baltimore has always played Brady tough. He's yeah. a tough matchup. Meanwhile, you got Sam Darnold about to face the Dolphins, who ranked 30th against quarterback in fantasy, giving up 28 points a game and in they, the
1: position. And they didn't trade away Robbie Anderson, so he still has his. This is number one wide receiver,
0: so it could be you might, but I mean, can you trust Donald? He's looked so bad these last few weeks. Oh, the matchup says Donald, yeah. but how
1: do you make that choice? I don't. I, I would honestly probably roll with. Oh my gosh, I'd have to go with Brady, honestly. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. It's yeah. a rough situation. No, to I, oh, maybe I'd like go Donald. I wouldn't do Lamar. I disrespect respect too much. I wouldn't go Lamar, but yeah, oh, that's rough. Also, Thielen could be out uh, with his injury. Uh, he's that really hurts, Nico, yeah. That really hurts. They're playing like Kansas City. Actually, I
0: think they expect uh, Thielen to be out this to week. To be out? Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. that's rough. I was Marquise Lee just got put on the IR. Yeah, so I, I think you've found why I'm picking J-Mac this week. Yep. And you can't talk me out of it this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking
1: J-Mac. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with J-Mac, too. Mm-hmm. This, Dak's going to feast on the Giants, and then McCaffrey's just so... Strong. Not to mention Kenny Galladay versus Oakland is going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah, I can't fade him.
0: Yep. Alright, so...
1: Oof, this that's is a hard That's That game's going to be really That's cool.
0: a good one, but yeah. so is this one. This is the game of the week. Nick versus Ryan Shaw. Oof. Both of these guys had terrible starts to the season, but now we're both in the playoff.
1: Wow, yeah. They would
0: both make the playoffs if we were to start today. Wow! Um, and I think a really key factor for this matchup is, does Devontae Adams come back this week? Because Shawty's either looking at Devontae Adams or
1: Alan Lazard. Oof. That's rough, yeah. I mean, he's got Robbie Anderson against Miami. Chris Godwin against Seattle, who's so a good defense.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, Nick's got Amari Cooper and Stefan Diggs feasting against mm-hmm. the Giants in Kansas City, and Thielen's out this week, so Stefan is just the main guy. Of course, against Kansas City, you know Dalvin Cook is going to be a big factor. Definitely. Um, but Fournette is facing a Houston defense that does no longer has Devonian Cloudy and no longer has J.J. Watts, you know that's,
1: yeah.
0: and that's just going to be fantastic. What's really interesting, though, if you look at these two lineups, they both have a tight end in their flex. Dallas <laughs> Garden yeah. versus Chicago And Jalen Smith against Carolina Johnny Smith
1: versus Carolina
0: My bad, and John o. Smith versus Carolina <laughs> So this one is tough Now obviously Delaney oh so Walker comes back um, There's a lot riding on injuries this week Delaney Walker, Devontae Adams Yeah, yeah I do reserve the right to change this pick based on injuries <laughs> But I think, I honestly couldn't pick this game But I'm going to have to go Nick I think I have to go next.
1: I can't pick this game. I, I had a really hard time. Oh, my gosh. If I have to pick... Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is terrible. I honestly couldn't pick this last night. All right, I'm going, show I'm going I'm with shoddy. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson going against Tampa Bay is going to be huge. And James is playing Seattle, obviously, the flip side of that. Seattle has a good pass defense. That's what made me worried. But, like you said, Fournette versus Houston... Uh he's got James Connor, which which Nick's number two RB is Adrian Peterson versus Buffalo. That's pretty rough. And then yes, he has Nick has a Cooper versus the Giants, but Shoddy has Robbie Anderson against Miami. I don't know. Christian Kirk against San Francisco looks hard too. Yeah,
0: it's a rough one. Yeah, I'm good, Shoddy. Okay. Now that you've locked that in, I'll let you know that uh Connor was hurt last night. So it's in the books. Let's go. (laughs)
1: He he, they said he should be okay actually. (laughs) Okay. Alright. Well that is true. Oh, Wait, if James Conner plays, <laughs> I'm thinking shoddy. We, 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 we made our picks. No, no we can get <laughs> stipulations like that. We've done it before. If Connor plays, shoddy. If not, I'll go to Nick. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a fun That's one. Uh, for the Goat Fantasy
0: Football Podcast, I am your host, Dave. I'm Javon. See See you next time.